When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Tom Brady threw a pair of touchdown passes in the final three minutes. Monday night football. They're showing the highlights this morning. It was the first item. They're going. Of course, I went to bed. I missed the end of the game. So I'm like, don't tell, don't tell me, Tom. Did he do it again? Yeah. He now leads the NFL in all-time comebacks, victories in the fourth quarter. And the guy doing the highlights was, watch this now. Does Tom look stressed at all to you? Not nah, just another day at the office. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Happy Wednesday, everybody. That's what it is, right? Welcome to the RP Show. Got everybody all tuned in on Game Plus TV. WQEE. Shout out Ryan on radio. Was happy to hear from him last night and this morning down there in Metro Atlanta. Live streaming on YouTube, too. Tell all your friends. And if you've just opened up the podcast, we're not live for them. But the Moose is a live one. He joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Don't mind me, Gubna. I'm just going to turn up my headphones here. How you doing today, Moose? What's shaking on this Wednesday for you? Doing well. All the vehicles started this morning, so life is life is good. It's off to a good start. All right. I'd like to hear it. I hope you're ready for two solid hours of very fun sports talk. Now, I will tell you this. It's just going to be Moose and I for all of hour one. And there's a reason why I'll get to that in a second. And in hour two, legendary Toronto Maple Leafs reporter Paul Hendricks, Penny Tweets, is going to be joining us to talk about the Leafs' big win at Dallas last night. And the reason this hour one is all wide open, I'll get to that in point two. But can you please hit the quick six show horn? Director Jordan wants to get down to business. I see people have, have they've logged in already. Wanting to hear my top five, bottom five in the National Hockey League. They're writing in. Just hang on. I'm saving it for hour two. Not here. As a guy told me once, Moose, his name's Peter. He's a real estate guy. He says, always keep him guessing. So that's what we're doing here. But we will open up with number one. I know that with the consistency is key. I know that. But just hang on. We'll get to that. Here's what happened in the NHL last night. Nine games. And here's a sentence on each. In New Jersey, defenseman Dougie Hamilton had a goal and two helpers. Vitek Vanacek made 24 saves for his second shutout. And NHL leading New Jersey defeated Chicago 3-0. If the people have been paying attention, we wind up with, at the end of this, the game that I want to talk about the most. But the Devils are an NHL best, 21-4-1. And let's not forget, they lost their first two games of the season. So they're 21-2-1 since then. That's unbelievable. In Tampa. Billy Husso made 28 of his 44 saves in the third period in Detroit, beat Tampa Bay 4-2. Steven Stamkos and Braden Point scored, and Vazzy stopped 22 shots for the Lightning. At some point, we need to look back, maybe tomorrow, and say, who were the best free agent signings last year in the National Hockey League, like last summer? 
because I would say Ville Husso's won. They're in a playoff spot right now. And who said the Red Wings were going to be the team to make the jump forward? This guy. In Pittsburgh, Sidney Crosby had two goals. Wait a minute. Sidney Crosby had two goals. Brian Russ <laughs> scored for a second straight game. And Pittsburgh beat Columbus 4-1 to run its winning streak to three games. In Ottawa, Victor Arvidsson scored twice to lead the Los Angeles Kings over Ottawa 5-2. Cam Talbot was lifted after allowing five goals on 14 shots. Let's remind everybody that he was not going to be the savior when he signed as a free agent. And hashtag breaking news, goalies have off nights too. Anton Forsberg stopped all 14 shots he faced in relief. In New York, Noel Carey and Colton Pareko scored 13 seconds apart in the third period, and the St. Louis Blues defeated the New York Islanders 7-4. In Dallas, Matt Murray made a season-high 44 saves, and Mitch Martin extended his Toronto record point streak to 20 games as the Leafs blanked Dallas 4-0. In Anaheim, Ryan Strom scored at 156 of overtime, and the Ducks beat Carolina 4-3 to snap a six-game slide. In Seattle, Cole Caulfield and Josh Anderson scored in a seven-second span in the second period, and Montreal snapped a two-game skid with a 4-2 win over Seattle. And I'll wind it up with Winnipeg, and shout out Winnipeg, all our viewers on Bell MTS Cable there and those that are watching on YouTube. Kyle Connor had two goals and an assist as the Jets spoiled Paul Maurice's return to Winnipeg with a 5-2 victory over Pomo's Florida Panthers. Mark Scheifele had a pair of power play goals. Adam Lowry added an empty netter for the Jets. Pierre Dubois finished with three assists. Connor Hellebuck stopped 38 of 40 in goal. And on the Florida side, Zach Delpy and Carter Verhege scored for the Panthers. Spencer, might, uh, Spencer Knight made 12 saves on 15 shots before being replaced by Bob early in the second. And uh, Bob stopped 16 of 17. So there's the highlights of Tuesday night in the National Hockey League. And um, I watched the game. I, I heard you and Clark talking about the Leafs. I knew that you guys would have that one covered. But I settled in. I had my popcorn going. And I watched the whole pregame show of the Panthers at the Jets. By the way, did you know, did you see any of the coverage of the fact the Florida Panthers stopped in Jackson Hole, Wyoming for a little more no. than a day in the middle? of that? Yeah, they went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. They went from Seattle to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and then up to Winnipeg. And they went skiing. Um, I don't know what to do in Jackson Hole. It's, it's like Yellowstone, but Wyoming. That's what they did. And they went skiing, and I'm thinking, guys, you got to play tomorrow. What are you doing skiing? And Paul Maurice didn't. Uh, they asked him if he went skiing, and Pomo, the coach of the Panthers, said, no, I sat by the fire in the lobby of the chalet and drank coffee and talked to people. I'm like, that's what I would do. But <laughs> the Panthers went into Winnipeg, and listen, they put up as much of a fight of fate as they could but it was the end of a five-game road trip. They got a lot of injuries. It wasn't even Spencer Knight's fault. The, here, here's the thing. The Jets really tried. They really tried. And it's like more than they normally do. Uh, and I mentioned Shifley scored actually a pair of power play goals. And after the game, if you saw what he said to the reporters, not going to lie, that one felt great. So it kind of summed up that apparently him and Paul Maurice doesn't look like they got along real well little post-game trash talk from Mark Shifley, which I know you don't like, and it's unfortunate. Pomo was set up to fail going in there, i.e. the end of a long road trip. The injuries happen, whatever. They'll get him next time, but the Jets won Pomo's return. That's my thoughts on that. Uh, what's your NHL thoughts coming out of Tuesday night? Yeah, that was, that was great, you know, and it was, it was good for Winnipeg to exercise that um against a really good team in florida and chifley getting the two goals it's a little cherry on top so 
So that's that's a good thing for for our fans and our viewers in Winnipeg. A couple things that didn't come out of the you know the morning skate of the leftovers there. Shane Wright got his first NHL goal last night in that uh, against Montreal. Montreal. The the team that passed him over for number one. Sorry to jump out of my chair there. No, but but yes. <laughs> isn't it funny how that works, right? Shifley against oh, yeah. Paul Maurice. That's a great game. Feels good. Shane Wright against the Montreal Canadiens, the team that passed on him, gets his first NHL goal. So that's cool. And Marner's point streak extends, but Jason Robertson's comes to an end. I thought he had plenty of chances to try and score and, and put points up, especially a five-on-three power play that Dallas had at the end of the uh, second period where Marner without a stick was blocking shots. Matt Murray was playing like he was trying to win a Stanley Cup with the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's the kind of effort that the Leafs need to bring in on a night-in, night-out basis. If they ever want to forget winning a cup, win a playoff series, they need that type of an effort defensively and and working uh, uh, as hard as they did. So yeah, so there's a roundup of the two featured games. I knew you'd have the Leafs game covered. I had the Panthers-Jets game color, uh, covered from our some of our viewers. Ryan in Toronto says, hello from Toronto, everyone. Here we go. From Kevin the Medium, he says, how dare they enjoy themselves on a day off, LOL. <laughs> I don't have a problem. He's talking about the Panthers, uh, which is very quickly becoming my team, and they're going to be here home Thursday night. So I'll be chatting with their staff about this trip. I don't have a problem with it, dude. Listen, I'm, those were, it was a team building session. Uh, listen, the city of Jackson Hole, Wyoming's all Panthers fans. Now I'm all for that stuff. That's community outreach, but skiing, you know, Darren, we spent a lot of time in Calgary and people ask us if we ski, you like it. You tell people you like it. I say, I don't skiing's work. What happens when you wake up the morning after skiing? You can't move. You can't, right? or at least I can't. I so I just thought the timing could have been better, and they didn't play. They, they, they looked out of gas in Winnipeg on Tuesday night. So John Ohm is watching in Winnipeg, and I don't have my gong ready. Here it is. Ohm, he says, nice tribute to Pomo last night. It's interesting. They didn't show it on the TV per se, but you could tell they were airing it because the camera was on the Panthers bench and he that was in the middle of the uh, first period and he looked like he got a little emotional I don't know him well enough to know to say whether he did or get emotional or not but he, uh, after the game he said it was during the anthem that he got emotional he said great fans great barn great building and uh you know again it becomes time to move on and hopefully of course the Jets still got to come here this year so I'm hoping the Panthers get their revenge in the game in sunrise, but the Jets won this one. Let's move on. And Shifley actually said that. We've moved on. So let's do that. The Kinsman Telemiracle 50-50 raffle is live now. We'll be making the draw Friday, December the 16th. Purchase your tickets at telemiracle5050.com. All across Canada, if you're not in Saskatchewan, get your Saskatchewan friends and family to buy your tickets for you. Please do that. And have the meat transfer you the money. Telemiracle5050.com. All proceeds go to the Kinsman Foundation and the wonderful work that they do. You have to be 19 years of age and over or in the province of Saskatchewan physically to purchase yours. I'm loving the new format. Have you noticed, folks, we've streamlined things. We're spending more time on the NHL. And we will get, we will get around to the CFL. There's the breaking news that Aaron Judge has re-signed with the Yankees. Uh, what else we got here? World Cup Final Eight. 
Uh, we're down to that. The Lakers are at the Raptors tonight. We had lots to get to, but we're not there yet. Serena forwarded me an article this morning from the Montreal Gazette in which my good friend Chris Nyland, there was a feature in there by writer Stu Cowan about Knuckles Nyland and how he's been welcomed back into the Habs fold after 10 years of being frozen out by the former general manager Mark Bergevin. And for those that really follow what I do and what I write about, remember a few weeks ago in my column, my Weekend 10 Things column, where I said, here's what's going on in Montreal. They've brought the alumni back. They've got Guy Carboneau coaching face-offs uh, in practice. And uh, there's a lot of things in there, but I said, they are, I knew that this was going on. But it hit the Montreal Gazette today because I felt it's not my story to tell. And Knuckles had two of the young rookies over to his house, the house that you and I were at, Moose. And he made the exact same meal. It wasn't his fiance Jamie helped him cook it. And it was the, they sat at that same table that you and I did. And before I go any more, other than Knuckles Nyland, here's the thing. I asked him to come on the show today. And he said, I can't. I'm taping my podcast with Theo. Sorry, Rod. He's got the same, pretty much the same accent as my guy Chris Sanford down here. His is the Bronx. Knuckles is Boston. But anyways, we'll get Knuckles on. But he's back with the Habs after being frozen out by Mark Bergevin, the finally fired general manager of the Habs. Isn't it sad how those things go? But Darren, you seemed literally scared. And people love this show because of the stories. <laughs> you've now been in my world long enough that, you're experience, that you, you've got the residue of my life around you. You're part of living this live action movie. It's called My Life. You ski, seemed scared that night at Knuckles' house. And you tell the folks why, and you can say whatever you want because Chris and Jamie don't care. But you see, were you scared? No. So not scared, but I bet, I guess it was not nervous, but when you walk in for me to a new environment and you've got a guy who's won a Stanley Cup and he's, he's, he's a, he was a tough guy, right? I mean, Chris is. And he's carrying, he's, a, he's, carrying a cleaver, carrying a cleaver. He's carrying a knife in the kitchen. I think it was respectful. I don't want to come into somebody else's home who I don't know because you did that, if I don't remember. You guys are so close that you can just walk into the room with Nyla and be like, Chris, I got these cakes. I did this. And he's busy in the kitchen and quickly, don't come into my house and start telling me what to do. And he's ribbing you back and forth. And you guys have that relationship. I don't have that with Chris Nyla yet, or I didn't when you walk in the room. So I'm just kind of the wallflower tiptoeing around, just being respectful, gauging the room, right? And ended up being just a wonderful night with those guys and, and with everybody that was there. And uh, uh, if I can remember the meal, and the, it was, was potatoes. And if you don't like potatoes, you're out of luck. Uh, beans, you're out of luck. If you don't like green beans. Veal. And was it veal, and veal, right? And veal, yeah. So uh, yeah. if you don't like veal, I'm you're out of luck too. I'm finally starting to get it. And yesterday we talked about Vancouver. Today, we're talking Montreal Canadiens. So you Eastern Canadian viewers that are watching in the Maritimes or across Quebec on Eastlink Cable, Rogers Cable, Videotron, listen up, because I know you all love Chris Nyland. And for our radio listeners down there in Metro Atlanta, this is, I'm finally understanding when my advisors have said, reintroduce yourself to your audience, Rock, because there's people that are just figuring out, finding out who you are. Because I feel like I'm going to be 50 next week, man. I got to do it again. But I get it. I get it. But that night, we got these cakes made up that said, go Habs, go. It was in the middle of the Stanley Cup final. And very expensive cakes, by the way. So what mm -hmm. Darren's saying Beautiful is, we walked bakery. into Knuckles' house, 
his beautiful house. This is, it's a quaint, cute house, West Isle. We walked in, and I put these cakes down on the island of his house. And I'm like, Knuckles, open the boxes. And he's like, well, just wait. I got stuff on the other. I said, open the boxes, Knuckles. And he waves his cleaver, and he goes, <laughs> don't you come into my house and tell me what to do. And at that point, Darren's ducking under the kitchen table. I'm laughing. <laughs> and then once you know, we get into the meal, Darren was the only one in the room that was not in recovery from some form of addiction. And we actually went around the table and all talked about what our DOCs were, drug of choice, as they say, mine being alcohol, and that's it. But beautiful Jamie tapped Darren on the back and goes, are you in recovery, Darren? <laughs> actually, no, I patted you on the back. And I said, Darren's an earthling. He's not one of us. <laughs> and everybody yeah. broke out laughing. What a great <laughs> night. And I'm so proud to have Knuckles Nyland. I'm proud of him for having joined the Montreal Canadiens as their uh, team ambassador, along with Guy Carboneau, and there are a couple other guys, but he's my friend in that group. So anyways, that's story time today. When we come back, we'll get to how I've seemed to have hit a nerve and ruffled some feathers again. I don't, that seems to be my specialty in my commentary today, what I would do if I was the CFL commissioner for a day. And I actually forgot to post on my commentary, which is at rodpeterson.com right now, the number one thing I would do. I forgot to put it in there. So we'll talk about that and all those other things when we return. It is the RP Show, and we're right in the middle of the warm-up on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Glad to have you aboard, everybody. Uh, By the way, you can always text us right here in the studio, 902-518-3033. And before we go any further, I just want to tell you our poll question today. It is day seven of our jersey bracket, our NHL retro reverse jersey bracket we're running. This has been so much fun. It's brought to you, as you see, by Capital Auto Mall. They have dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California and Universal Collision Center. Today, we are pitting, and this was Darren's idea, the Boston Bruins up against the Montreal Canadiens. Again, I told you a lot of Habs talk today, and I'm sorry. What did I say? Baby Blue. A lot of people's favorite George Strait song right there. Hard to go against Baby Blue in anything. 
but I got to vote for the Boston Bruins. I like that. I love it. I like it a lot, as Lloyd Christmas would say. Let's bring the, the Moose in here. What are you I'm voting for Boston, Moose. Uh, how about you? How you feeling vote. about that? I voted for Boston, and actually I was at the website at rodpeterson.com. I voted there because um, we put the polls up there every day, and uh, Boston has 75% of the vote at rodpeterson.com. Um, I'm not sure what the YouTube vote is with our viewers, but uh, on the website, they like the Bruins too. It's tough. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, Clark says 63% of viewers uh, are are voting for the Boston Bruins. And uh, I don't know. I just like the cartoon logos of anything in sports. I really do. And uh, I don't want to get off on a tangent and take an off-ramp to Rod Storytown, but it's why I don't like that Chassine or whatever the Arizona Coyotes logo is. I just don't like it. I thought they should have had a cartoon dog. And um, the Ottawa 67s, for our viewers in Ottawa, you know, their owner, or one-time owner, Jeff Hunt, when he it was the first team he ever owned. He's a really, really good friend of mine, Jeff Hunt. When he took over the Ottawa 67s in the 90s, they were averaging 1,500 fans a game, and they were junk. And Jeff came in and did a lot of things. I mean, one of the first things he did was market to kids and introduce, you know, cartoon mascots and everything for the 67s. All of a sudden, they're averaging 9,000 a game at what's now TD Place, and they went on to the Memorial Cup. Like, the guy just, he gets it. I like the marketing to kids thing. And by the way, before we move on, because uh, our viewers are writing in about Aaron Judge, and we'll get to that. That is the breaking news today. Aaron Judge has re-signed with the Yankees, but we are a Canadian show overall. I triggered some people with the commentary that runs on Sask Radio today and rodpeterson.com. What I would do if I was commissioner for the day of the CFL, which incidentally, I'm not lobbying for the job, but what I said was I would mandate that every single player in the league has to make at least two community appearances per season. And one of those can be an interview. If you want to go to a TV station, go to a radio station, whatever, but a community appearance. I remember one NHL team and you know who they are. I won't say who it was, but they brought me in and they said, Rod, how do we connect with the community? And I said, send your players into the community. Well, how do we do that? Uh, send them to schools, send them to hospitals, send them to soup kitchen, Salvation Army. Well, our players don't want to do that. So what else? I'm like, did you ask them? Because I will guarantee you at least two guys will want to go, maybe more. There are guys that want to do this, but they never, ever did do it. And they continue to be a floundering franchise. So that's the one thing. Community involvement, I don't see that as much as we used to. Uh, what else did I say? Scrap the TSN contract and put the games on every network like the NFL does. Seems to be working for them, Moose. And those are my two main things. But what I forgot to say was I would wave a wand and grant expansion franchises to 12, 11 more cities. Quebec City, Halifax, and then across the states. Whoever wants them. You want a team? You want a team? What does Oprah do? You want a franchise. You got a franchise. Uh, St. Louis. Why not LA? They need more football. Somewhere here in South Florida. Boca Raton. You got a beautiful stadium here. Uh, I would have to spend some time on the U.S. franchises, but for sure, Quebec City. Well, Moncton, actually, not Halifax, and maybe Saskatoon. Folks, tell me what you would do if you were commissioner for a day in the Canadian Football League. And it triggered some people, but that's what I do. It seems to be my specialty is angering people, Darren, as you know. Any thoughts on that? Before How about that? No, I like it. Um, you know, I like that it's just something and just talking about it. And you know what? If, if, if everybody just agreed with you, 
then you probably would be the commissioner for the day or, or get the job or be eligible for the position. Um, the only thing that's, you know, out of the TSN thing, I think I've always lobbied for that. Like, I think a split between TSN Sportsnet CBC would be the perfect mix. Um, obviously, TSN has been a good partner financially. It's money that these teams need if they're not making money. They need the, those dollars. And as it was told to me over Grey Cup, that's or pointed out as an observation. That's one reason why expansion hasn't happened yet, because you've got a pie of money from TSN being divided amongst the teams in the league right now. If you add a team, that same pie now has to be split between one more team. So every team gets a little less money. It's not like there's more money coming from TSN. So you kind of have to wait till the, the deal ends and then you can kind of start with the next one. But uh, some good, good food for thought. Absolutely. Well, again, who else is talking about the CFL today? Oh, yeah. Nobody, Clark. Not you, producer Clark. You know what I mean. Real <laughs> nice, Clark. I that feel like I you. need my, uh, my moose uh, coffee cup here. The antlers. Yeah, Gary, Gary in BC says, you always know how to provoke a reaction, Rod. I know, right? From BW in Edmonton says, I agree 1,000% with RP on everything. On the CFL. Kevin, the medium says the first thing I would do is rip up that TSN contract. BW goes on to say Okanagan needs a CFL team. And people took this to mean that I was lobbying to be the commissioner. I'm, I'm not. Um, Rick Hagland says, I traveled to Montreal many times, but never saw the Habs play as we went there in June. LOL. Well, you got to go there in the wintertime because it's a religious, it is a religious experience. I'm not a Montreal Canadiens fan. My dad forbade me from cheering for them, going way back to when I was a wee little one in the 70s. But I respect the hell out of them. You got to go to a game. It's the biggest game in the National Hockey uh, biggest rink in the National Hockey League in Montreal. And it's, it is life-changing. But no, I don't want to be the commissioner of the CFL unless you can find a way for me to live here. Then I'd think about it. But let's consider this. The financials have not gone up in the CFL. The players' salaries really have not. But the executives, the commissioner and team presidents have escalated exponentially. Who makes the decisions in the CFL, Darren? Who makes them? I forgot. Can you tell me? <laughs> yeah, it's those guys. Uh, right. Their salaries went up. Nobody else is dead. Okay. Mm. Makes perfect sense to me. Aaron Judge has issued his ruling. Court remains in session in the Bronx. Judge is staying with the New York Yankees on a $360 million nine-year contract. It was reported this morning out of New York. Judge will earn $40 million per season, the highest average annual payout for a position player. The contract trails only Mike Trout's $426.5 million deal with the Angels and Mookie Betts' $365 million deal with the L.A. Dodgers for the biggest in baseball history. Judge was offered a long-term deal by New York before last season, but he turned it down. In the hours before opening day in April, the six foot seven judge bet on himself and won, as we all know, set the American League record for home runs with 62. So I'm going to move on from that. We're not a baseball show, but uh, congratulations, Aaron Judge. Seems like a great guy. There was obviously I'm following it. We're seeing it in the media here. He's from California. People thought the Dodgers might take a stab at him. The Angels might take a stab at him. The COVID really hurt baseball, didn't it, Darren? <laughs> hurt any other league, but the lower level uh, leagues. Uh, point four, it's a day off at the World Cup in Qatar. 
as the eight remaining teams get set to play in the quarterfinals. Can you name how many of the final eight teams could you name? I could only name one. England. <laughs> you? England's England's playing France. Good. Brazil's you got two. still in it. Brazil's yeah. still in it. And uh, did Morocco win yesterday? Yep. Um, oh, man. Is Portugal okay, still you, in you it? won. You won. You passed. <laughs> the next round begins Friday with Croatia taking on Brazil. The Netherlands faces Argentina. And on Saturday, Morocco up against Portugal and England battling France. So well done. I got enough to think about. I'm really thoroughly enjoying sitting on the couch and watching NHL hockey and coming up with ways to anger people with my CFL opinions. So I don't have enough time to follow the World Cup. Okay? I got stuff to do. Not to mention a hell of a lot of recovery work. Um, point five, Lakers star Anthony Davis is unlikely to be in the lineup tonight when the Los Angeles Lakers take on the Raptors in Toronto. AD left the Lakers 116-102, lost to the Cavaliers in the first quarter last night with flu-like symptoms. Coach Darvin Ham says the symptoms gradually got worse over the day. He adds that Davis has not tested positive for COVID-19. And point six in my quick six is simply randoms. If anybody else wants to come up with anything, now's the time. Fire them at us, 902-518-3033. The text line right here, the YouTube chat, you can tweet us. However you all want to get a hold of us, that's the way to do it. And by the way, I mentioned Ryan O'Radio. He did text me last night. You should listen to his morning show, by the way, on WQEE, because it's very entertaining. It's called The Penitentiary. Go spend some time in the penitentiary with Ryan O'Radio. Doesn't that sound like fun? And he says, I love the fact, he goes, I love the fact that you've got Atlanta people texting the show. And I'm like, not as much as I do, bro. Said, I love being on that radio station so much. Randy from Winnipeg says, CFL head office in Florida, Rod's commissioner, and still keeps up the RP show, part-time scout for the Panthers. How about that? Man, couldn't dream it up any better than that. It's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, so anyways, we talked about the NHL leftovers, Paul Maurice's return, Chris Nyland joining the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, again, it's the RP show. I can talk about whatever I want. I've been thinking a lot about Chris Nyland. Chris Knuckles Nyland, the Boston product who spent 16 years in the NHL. If you go to my Facebook right now or my recovery account on Twitter, you can hear the podcast that Knuckles and I did. I guess part of the reason I love him so much is he's in recovery. Now it would be nine, ten years sober from heroin addiction. Hardcore stuff. You heard it all at his kitchen table, Darren, but you didn't know it before that. And it just really annoys me that he got frozen out by Mark Bergeron for a decade with the Montreal Canadiens because he's such a great, beloved figure. Um, But that night in his house, he didn't bring that up one time, did he? Not once. You would never know that he was frozen out of the franchise. You would have no idea. You would have thought the way he follows that team and loves that team and and the way he speaks, that the relationship was as good as could be. And we never really know what's going on in somebody's life. But, you know, what a, what a guy to be able to just push that aside and just keep moving on with his life and, and keeping his head up. And look at things work out in the end, and he's back with the team. Well, listen, one guy that might be watching right now 
in Lethbridge, Perry Shockey, Perry S. Hockey. <laughs> Listen, where I spend hours on the phone with these guys, these old hockey guys, and we talk about you just getting screwed over by bad people. And Shocks goes, uh, I said, what goes around comes around, though, show, Shocks, and the longer it takes, the bigger it hits the bad people. And Shocks goes, yeah, but how many careers are ruined and lives in the process? Good point. <laughs> Which reminds, yeah, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, maybe it's time the NHL lets Theo in the Hall of Fame. Uh, let's not get, open that Pandora's box today, but uh, the, Knuckles could not come on our show today because he's taping his podcast right now with Theo. So we're all on the same team, and I love it. Ted in Red Deer says, welcome home, Knuckles, but to us true Habs fans, you never left. We love you, Chris. Uh, from Nick McConnell on YouTube, he says, I enjoy the show, and God bless all of you. Right here, if you see it. I love that. I love that. State of Florida logo. Um, hey, we're going to take a timeout. B. Henderson writes in. We can do viewer takeover right now if we want. Paul Hendrick coming up an hour, too. B. Henderson says the Bills lost Vaughn Miller for the year. Do the Bills still have a chance, Rod? They do, but we'll answer that question and whatever questions you all have when we return. That's always fun. Into viewer takeover early. It's the RP Show, Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Oh, yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. Back to the RP Show, your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. As my guy, Kevin the Medium, says, sports talk with a twist. We have no idea what we're doing, but we're doing it every day. Noon to 2 Eastern on Game Plus TV and WQEE. Uh, let's bring in the Moose now. It's a runaway Moose, by the way. The Boston Bruins winning today's poll for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Whose retro reverse jerseys better, the Boston Bruins or the Montreal Canadiens? As 77% on Twitter voting for the Boston Bruins. And I'm not even a Bruins fan. I've never spent one day of my life cheering for the Boston Bruins. Again, I respect them. I love what every team's got going on, particularly original six teams. But that Bruins jersey, uh, I'm just a real big fan of it. Folks, you got 23 hours-ish to vote for it. Uh, By the way, just some comments before we jump back into comments (laughs) regarding um, my commentary today, what I would do if I was CFL commissioner for a day. Dougal Cameron's watching in Calgary, where we have a lot of Calgary viewers. He says, uh, to fix the CFL, number one, get rid of Ambrosie. Number two, get rid of Ambrosie. Number three, get rid of Ambrosie. Get my drift, then pay Rod whatever he wants to do the job off the side of his desk. I'm not lobbying for the job. Got to make that very clear. Darren, can you add that to the list of things going on my tombstone? Uh, Jack. How about that? (laughs) He's not lobbying for the job. He's got a job. Uh. Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says we need people who understand addiction and recovery on every board that makes the decision of who gets into pro sports halls of fame. 
Yeah, but it's never going to happen, Jack. What do we say? What do we say on the farm? It's like pounding oats up a dead horse's ass. Why? Arlen Bruce says, so do I eat transfer <laughs> rod or moose for the $100,000 draw? I got a crispy $20 bill to spend. Also, my son, Arlen Bruce IV, has entered the transfer portal. Where should he go next? Colorado. Go play for uh, Neon Dion. So, I got to tell you, Moose. Uh, yeah, A.B., I can't do it, but you could e-transfer it to Darren, and he could purchase your $20 in Telemiracle 50-50 tickets, and I appreciate you doing that. Are you following any of college football transfer portal stuff, NIL, because oh, I'm, yeah. I'm following it, but I'm not talking about it on this show because it is Canada's daytime sports talk show, but holy smokes, it is all they're talking about down here. Well, what, what's on your radar for it? Well, it's a big deal, right? you got a quarterback, I think, at Clemson that's going to enter the portal. You've got the Deion Sanders move from Jackson State, but you know, he's got to finish the year and finish what he started, and so you'll finish coaching at Jackson State before going to Colorado. But it's interesting because guys, you know, want to enter the portal and stuff and might make you ineligible for bowl games. So it'll be interesting to see how some of that stuff plays out when you look at teams that are in bowl games, but players that are going to enter the portal. Um, It's going to be wild. But you saw it at USC with Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma and going to USC. You know, they turned it around like that because of the portal. Yeah. Able to bring some players over. And they don't even have Lincoln Riley's full um, you know, recruiting class yet. Give him three years, USC is going to be right back to they were in 2005, you know, playing Texas in the Rose Bowl. So <laughs> it just makes it so much more competitive. And I think what it's, what it's really doing for college football is it's closing the gap. It used to be, you know, Alabama here, Georgia here, and then the third and fourth place teams in the playoff were way down here. The gap is being closed now. Texas, USC, Georgia, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, they're all getting so much better, and it's going to make college football a lot more competitive. More Canadians than ever playing NCAA football and NFL, but here's the thing. I've kind of stopped really trying to learn this, and I'm, again, settling into the NHL because I do live in an NHL market, and I will, over time, assimilate into it, but it is like trying to drink from a fire hose. You can appreciate that, man. It's a lot. To try to figure out this bowl system and playoff, to a degree, is like trying to figure out the U.S. election stuff and midterms and preliminaries and primaries and what, what? It's a lot. So anyways, the viewer asked, and, and, and here on the show, Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show, we want to talk about what the viewers want to talk about. And the gentleman wrote in earlier about Vaughn Miller, and here is your sports update from this Wednesday morning. There's a lot going on. The Buffalo Bills top pass rusher, Von Miller, will miss the remainder of the season after having surgery to repair an injury to the ACL in his right knee. Bills coach Sean McDermott said this morning, McDermott said the ligament damage was discovered during a previously scheduled exploratory surgery, which was conducted on Tuesday in Texas. The Bills signed Miller to a six-year contract in free agency. He's the NFL's Active leader in sacks with 123 and a half, and he leads the Bills with eight this season. Now, pay attention. The Bills, nine and three, have won three straight to reclaim the top spot in the AFC and prepare to host the New York Jets on Sunday. The Jets are seven and five. So that's a divisional battle there. They're going to win it, even without Von Miller. 
and they'll probably sew up the division. So you know they're going to be in the playoffs. And even with this record at 9-3, and three, they'll get a wild card spot at least. They can do it. And the other sports uh, today, slugger Aaron Judge has agreed to a $360 million nine-year contract with the New York Yankees. It will uh, average out to $40 million per season, the highest average annual payout for a position player. Judge set an American League record last season with 62 home runs. He was named the American League MVP. Uh, this sports update is for Kinsman Telemiracle 47. The online raffle is live now. Purchase your tickets, please, before Friday, December 16th, because that's when we're making the draw. Don't wait till the last minute and crash their website. That c- could happen. Telemiracle5050.com. Go there right now. you got to be in Sask to do it. At 19 years of age or over, all proceeds going to the Kinsman Foundation, improving people's lives every day. Back to Vaughn Miller. You've seen a lot of injuries now in the NFL season, Darren. We're into, could we accurately say the home stretch? Per, if we're not darn close, uh, Trevor yeah. Lawrence mispracticed this week for the Jags. Jimmy Garoppolo's done for the season. Vaughn Miller now. Tense times. Uh, my thing is the Bills can win a Super Bowl without Vaughn Miller, but how would you answer that? Yeah, they can. They absolutely can. Uh, we've seen teams are able to replace or survive with one piece missing here and there. Um, they'll be okay. They dial up enough pressure. Um, and Josh Allen is your is your key there anyways. Vaughn Miller yes. was nice to have, but he wasn't, you know, a necessary asset. If you were looking at, you know, who were the most important pieces of the Buffalo Bills? Von Miller was one of them, but he wasn't the piece. So they're going to be okay. They're going to be fine without him. This does sting a little bit, but they still have a chance. Darren in Utah says, not Colorado. Dion's bringing his own guys and nobody else's. Well, I've heard that too. Uh, it was interesting. Liberty was trying to get Deion Sanders to replace Hugh Freeze. They wanted a big name. Uh, well, they didn't get it. No, they said they didn't get Deion Sanders anyways as he's gone to Colorado. And uh, we'll take a timeout and get into more of what the viewers would like to discuss when we return. I have come up with the NHL top five and bottom five. I'm going to uh, save that to hour two. Legendary Leafs reporter Paul Hendricks is going to join us in hour two as well. It is the RP Show, and we're live on Game Plus Television Network. We're live streaming on YouTube, your favorite podcast platform, and on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Okay, everybody. Uh, we have the moose here, do we? I should have asked you, Clark. We have the moose for this segment, right? Uh, yeah, we do. All right. Uh, oh, Jordan telling me that we do. Um, yeah, so let's bring him back in. We will get into what's popping tonight in sports next hour. I do want to talk about the two games in Alberta. The Edmonton Oilers home to the Arizona Coyotes. It's the Minnesota Wild at the Calgary Flames. That should be fun. Vancouver Canucks skating to San Jose. A seven-game NHL slate. Our Atlanta Hawks are playing tonight, and the Raptors, too. Um, But from our viewers, this Kirk Berseth on YouTube says, are the Blue Jays going to be able to sign any impact-free agents? 
They have done nothing so far but trade away Hernandez. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's the offseason for baseball. We don't talk a lot about MLB in-season, let alone off-season. They were in on Cody Bellinger. We were told, didn't get him. They signed George Springer a couple of off-seasons ago. He was the number one guy in the market. They can't swing for the fences and hit a home run every off-season, can they, Darren? I Shoot, they made the playoffs. They had an implosion. I'm not upset about the Toronto Blue Jays as we sit here today. Are you? No, I think, you know, you got to look at where this group's heading. But at the same time, we sit there and, and as, especially as Jays fans, because it's so much different than, than the Yankees or the Red Sox or some of these other teams, especially the Yankees, that just keep retooling and retooling and retooling and they're always competitive and they're always good. They don't really yeah. go and sit in the basement. Cycles for the Jays don't come around that often. We had it in the early 90s. Then we had to wait all the way till 2015. Now we've got another cycle right now with some really high-end players, you know, with Bowen, and Vladdy and, 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 and that group that we want to be able to swing for the fence and take advantage of this and get as many great players around them to go all in. We want all the chips in the middle. And so um, we won't be satisfied unless we, ha- unless we see that from Blue Jays management. Uh, John Ohm in Winnipeg um, says, are the Winnipeg Jets on your top five yet, Rod? Stay tuned. We'll open hour two of my top five, bottom five. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. In the National Hockey League. Jeff Cabillas writes in and says, hey, all, it's been a while. Yeah, we haven't seen you, Jeff. I was thinking about you Saturday night when I was watching our Georgia Bulldogs have our way with LSU in the SEC championship game. Where were you? I would assume he was watching that one. Um, hang on. There are too many comments coming in, Moose, to deal with, which is a good thing. But we did have a little fun with this earlier. The commentary that I run daily on Saskatchewan Radio, and you can read it every day at rodpeterson.com, was what I would do if I was commissioner for a day in the CFL. And I said I would make players commit to a minimum of two community appearances per year, put it in their contract. I would rip up the TSN deal because it's the only television channel that carries their games and do deals with all of them, similar to the NFL. And those were the two main ones. I forgot to say I would award expansion franchises to 11 cities, bringing the total number of teams to 20. And I thought we could have some fun with what team, what cities that is, but I, it's also not Friday, and we save football for Fridays. But Chris Jarl writes in, he is watching in Surrey, B.C., and he says, Canadian expansion for sure. TSN has too many commercials promoting themselves to get more commercial dollars. They will never promote the CFL enough on their own, which incidentally is another thing. I'm not bashing TSN with saying they need to rip up the contract. I love TSN. I couldn't live without TSN. Last minute of play in hour one. But, uh, and I miss TSN, but it could be better. I am a coach. I am a recovery coach, and I always want more. And you see the CFL saying, oh, we're good, we're good. They give us a lot of money. We're happy with our deal. Really? Because I'm not. Darren, I mean, obviously they could give more. This isn't a shot at TSN. You know this. No, it's not. You know, the money is there, and it's it's needed. It's much needed money for the Canadian Football League. This is not about um, dollars for TSN. No, and uh, the... Andrew Stout writes in and says, apparently the injury to Jimmy Garoppolo is not that serious, according to Adam Schefter. 
If you can't trust Schefter, who can you trust? But we'll talk about that and more next hour two. Man, fake news. You are fake news. <laughs> who said it? Hour two coming up after this quick break on Game Plus and WQE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.